to the Character Chronicles, the people show. Check the host, the pulse of Husker Nation, brought to you by X Cancer. Check them out at xcancer.com. You may have noticed right away we got a new sponsor for the show. Things around me look a little bit different. That's because we're making some changes to the Character Chronicles Studios. It's a new year. We got some new things and exciting things in the works in the in the future for the Character Chronicles show. Bear with us in the meantime. Okay, while we make some of these changes, they're going to be exciting and they're going to be worth it. But check it out. Check out the new sponsor, X Cancer. Check them out at xcancer.com. Hope you all had a great Christmas, a great New Year, and I hope the start to your New Year has been good. And hopefully you haven't already broken your New Year's resolutions. Hey, it's day three for me, and I'm still on a roll. See if I can get to day four and five. All right. Nebraska's 2022 football schedule came out not so long ago, but you may have noticed it took a couple of weeks off of the show, so I haven't had a chance to give my quick thoughts. Quick thoughts, way too early thoughts, way too early prediction, but just for fun for Nebraska's final record for the 2022 football season. But let's light this candle and let's dive into it, shall we? August 27th, we have a week zero game. For now, for now, it's in Ireland. Okay, who knows if that's going to change or not with COVID and everything that's going on. But for right now, we have a week zero game in Ireland versus Northwestern. I actually like these week zero games. I like them because it gives you an extra bye week throughout the season. So you get you don't just get one, but you get two bye weeks. Also, you're one of the few teams playing that week. So you get a national stage for people to watch your football program. Next up, our first home game of the season, September 3rd versus North Dakota. Don't get them confused with the North Dakota State Bison. North Dakota's a good team in their own right, but they're the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Then we play Georgia Southern in Lincoln, and then it's Oklahoma. Comes to Lincoln on September 17th. That's going to be a big one. Now, Nebraska doesn't have a home game, or I'm sorry, an away game, a true away game, because Ireland's supposed to be neutral. A true away game until their fifth game of the year. All right, their first four games, three of them are at home, four of them are non-away games, so to speak. All right, our first away game of the year, September 24th at Rutgers, then October 1st versus Indiana back at home. Then we have a bye week. I like the timing of this bye week because it's literally halfway into the season, after our sixth game of the year, halfway into the season, and a great time for a bye week also because we go to play Michigan in Ann Arbor the next week. We get an extra week to prepare for the Wolverines, what will be a big-time contest and challenge for Nebraska. Next up, October 22nd, at home versus Minnesota. Then we get a second bye week. Okay, this is the second bye week we get due to the Week 0 game. An additional bye week, again, I like that. Also, this is heading into... I'm optimistic. And I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Why not? It's the off-season. I don't know if it'll be this season. Hopefully, maybe it's the next season. Maybe it's a few seasons down the road as we continue to build and hopefully get better and better. But when you get back to a level that the Husker football program gets back to competing at a level that Husker fans are hoping they'll get back to, which is competing for meaningful games and championships at the end of the year, okay? The games that are remembered are played in November. So this second bye week is great because it's heading into the home stretch of, of the football season, into the month of November. Also, it's heading into a big-time division contest versus Wisconsin, Okay. And it says here we're at Wisconsin. So that's two years in a row we're playing at Madison, I guess. Anyways, then November 12th versus Purdue at home. November 19th versus Illinois. And to me, Illinois is a game that we should be able to mark down every year as a victory. No disrespect to them whatsoever. But unfortunately, some of our worst games and worst losses have come against Illinois. All right, and then November 25th at Iowa on Black 
Friday. Okay, now if you go straight by the recruiting rankings, and obviously the transfer portal has affected the importance of the recruiting rankings because guys are moving and, and transferring schools quite frequently now, a lot. But there's a lot of importance put on these recruiting rankings. If you go straight by the talent, our, us compared to our opponents, we should be 10-2. The only two teams that have straight up out recruited us are Oklahoma, Michigan. That's it. If you go by these rankings, okay? Sometimes I think too much weight is being put on them. All right, that's my humble opinion. Again, the transfer portal has affected that. Last year, if you go by the recruiting rankings, we should have been nine and three. Only Ohio State, Oklahoma, Michigan out recruited us, so to speak. All right, obviously that did not translate into the wins or the type of season Husker fans would have hoped a year ago. All right, but this was an interesting thing that I came across. All right. Frost, Coach Scott Frost's record versus our opponents this upcoming season and Nebraska's record since 2011 versus these opponents. Here's what it is. Versus North, uh, Northwestern, Frost is 2-2. Two and two. Nebraska's 6-5 since 2011. We have not played North Dakota or Georgia. Southern versus Oklahoma, Frost is 0-1. Nebraska's 0-1 since 2011. Rutgers, Frost is 1-0. Nebraska's 4-0 since 2011. Michigan, Fro I'm sorry, Indiana, Frost is 0-1. Nebraska's 1-1 since 2011. Okay, Michigan, Frost is 0-2, Nebraska's 2-3. During that time span, Minnesota, Frost is 1-3, Nebraska's 5-6 versus the Gophers. Wisconsin, Frost is 0-3, Nebraska since 2011 is 1-9. Purdue, Frost is 1-3, Nebraska's 5-4 since 2011. Illinois, Frost is 2-2, Nebraska's 6-3. And, and Iowa, Frost is 0-4, and Nebraska's 3-8 versus the Hawkeyes since 2011. Frost's overall record versus our upcoming opponents this season is 7-21. Nebraska's overall record versus our upcoming opponents since 2011, 33-40. Obviously not ideal. I just thought maybe it was interesting. Okay, now last year's schedule, I think we could all agree, was pretty brutal. We played five teams, okay, ranked in the top 17 of the final college football playoff rankings heading into bowl games. And after almost all the bowl games have been played at this point in time, all right, Nebraska played eight teams with nine wins or better. That's a pretty tough schedule. That being said, you know, I try to not live in, in a vacuum. I try to look at what other teams... You look at Arkansas. Most people I talk to think Arkansas played the toughest schedule in the country. They finished 9-4 and four, okay, with a 24-10 Outback Bowl victory over Penn State in just head coach Sam Pittman's second season. So you look at this schedule upcoming. At the moment, it appears much easier than the schedule we had last year. It actually appears to be one of the easier schedules we've had in a while, if I'm being honest, at the moment. Now, I look at Nebraska's roster. Okay, in my opinion, if you look at Nebraska's roster coming into this upcoming season, we may have lost our nine or ten of our best players on the entire team. You look at Cam Jurgens, okay, most experienced offensive lineman. Once he fixed the snap issues, probably our best O-lineman. Uh, you look at Austin Allen, our best pass catcher of the Big Ten tight end of the year. You look at Adrian Martinez, regardless of how you feel about how he played. He's the only quarterback in that room who started more than one game at this moment in time. Okay, and I'll try to pick up the pace a little bit. You look at Damian Daniels. You look at Cam Taylor-Britt. And actually, every single guy I just mentioned could have been back this year. But they're all gone elsewhere. All right, uh, other names. You got Ben Stilley. I don't think I've named JoJo Doman. You got Deontay Williams, Markel Dismuke, Samori Ture. I mean, just to name some guys off the top of my head, that's quite the list right there. Okay, now, my kind of thoughts going into this 2022 season at this way too early point in time is the schedule definitely appears to be easier than a season ago. Uh, our roster at this point in time, maybe not as strong 
going into the season. So it's hard to predict how we're going to do next year at this point in time, but we're, I'm going to try just for some, for some fun. Now, we will, I assume, continue to add transfers. How quickly can everyone get on the same page? The young guys who are going to have to step up, the transfers who are coming in, the new coaches, the new offensive scheme, how quickly will they gel? I love Coach Eric Chenander on the defense, but how's that defense going to do without all those super seniors and special teams is always a huge question mark. All right, my record prediction, if you go straight by talent, we should be 10-2. If you go by the unpredictability of the Husker football program recently, we could be 2-10. and 10. I look at the schedule, and I see absolutely no reason, however, that we shouldn't be 7-5. But 6-6 six and six is the mark. If 6-6 six and f- six is the record we have next year, they're going to look for every reason to keep Scott Frost around. If he goes 6-6, six and six, Frost stays. Anything worse than 6-6 six and six is a failure. And there, there's a tweet. Let me see here. By at six pick six previews. In the past five seasons, Frost has been here for four of them, 64 of 66 Power 5 programs have made a bowl game. The two that have not are Kansas and Nebraska. Uh, Rutgers was a third team until they got added to the Gator Bowl, Gator Bowl when AM had to drop out, and then Rutgers played Wake Forest. That's a crazy stat. Let me know your thoughts. All right, are you excited? I'm sure we're excited, but are you drinking the offseason Kool-Aid? Give me your record predictions. Go Big Red. Have a great year, and always remember... Throw the bug.